Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. With the Charlotte Mason method, let's be honest, we collect a lot of books. And they're great books that we want to keep around forever and ever. But the thing is, how do we organize them all? We've received questions about that. And so here to discuss that with me is my friend and coworker, Laura Pitney. Laura, someone specifically asked the two of us to explain how we organize our home libraries. Now, in a future episode, I want to get Karen in on this, too, because I think she has more books than you and I put together. So we'll talk about that another time. But for today, let's share how we organize our home libraries. All right. Who wants to go first? I don't know. <laughs> we might just jump in, but sure, go ahead. Sure. So we have an office that my husband uses. He works from home. And so we have a set of built-in bookshelves. We have a section that is um, just dedicated to my husband's books. He's also a preacher, and so he has lots of uh, commentaries and study books. And so those are in a specific area, and usually the kids don't even head over that way. You know, it's just kind of off-limits. That's dads. Yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Um, I have a section that is books that they can pull off the shelf anytime. Um, it's accessible right in the middle, um, you know, three feet high, you know, just right there where it would be easy for my variety of ages and heights of children um, to get to. And some of those are seasonal books. Um, some of them are just fun reads that, you know, we've enjoyed over the years. They'll pull them out almost like for nostalgia's sake of books that they remember reading when they were kids, you know, kind of thing. Um, I have a section for all of our science books, for geography. You know, I organize it by topic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you say for geography and for science, are these books that you've already read with them or that you're going to be reading with them? Um, I just have it all together. Okay. Um, they don't usually uh, care about those until we tell. I tell them they have to read it, you know, for school for the most part. Um, so... I organize it more for my sake, being able to find what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, all of my living books that are paired with our history time periods, mm-hmm. um, I have color-coordinated like washi tape on the spines. Look um, at you! Well, I don't know how, how helpful this is, but like all my ancients has like a little plaid washi tape on the spines of all of them. And, you know, so they each have their own designated tape. So if the kids were to pull those out, they would know where to put them back. But also, I lend my books out a lot. I share them. You are brave. <laughs> I know. I don't even know where half my stuff is at the moment, but oh. that's okay. Um, I know. Just so, give me a minute I know. to recover from well, that. Oh, I know. Okay. So when people return my books, I know it's an easy uh, cleanup because I can just look at the color tape that's on the spine, and then I know where it goes. Because usually it's the history stuff that I lend out. So I do have um, certain places on my shelves for the washi tape coating, if you will. Um, And then at the very top of our shelves, I have um, a lot of just our literature, family read aloud type books. Um, We usually have maybe one or two of those going at a time, so I don't need to get to those as often. So those are just up at the top. Um, And I mean, anytime the kids want a book, I'm more than willing to give it give it give it to them but I just for peace of mind I like to know where the things are Mm -hmm. and so um, I just tend to group it usually kind of by category 
Um, and then the kids have favorite books. And um, at first I didn't want to give them up. I wanted to keep them on my bookshelf so I knew where they were. But um, over the years, the kids have either collected their own or purchased their own because they want to keep it for themselves. Like they don't have to share. They don't have to lend it out. They want whenever they move out of the house or get married or go to college, whatever that is, they want to be able to take their favorites with them. Mm-hmm. So um, each one of my kids has a small bookshelf in their room that they keep their favorites on. Um my oldest has a secret reading nook in her closet that has a little reading chair and some lights and a little fan. And she has all her favorite books around the top of the closet um, so that it's like her little safe haven where she can just go curl up in her chair and read. So I've had to let go of the control because I wanted them all to where I knew they were all safe and taken care of. But the kids have loved their books and I don't want to like tell them no, they can't have it. So we've just either gotten duplicates or gifted them their own sets of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was one thing that we did a lot with four kids, four girls who all love to read. We were giving books a lot as gifts, especially for birthdays and Christmas. And I love what you do. What's your saying for Christmas? We do something that they want, something that they need, something to read. So that's just kind of our um, our boundaries for giving gifts at Christmas time is it should be three presents. And that's usually usually what we stick to. But the something to read, they get really excited about. Yeah. <laughs> and being able to keep those books in their own rooms is huge because yeah. now that mine have moved out, yeah. I've seen the boxes of books they take <laughs> with them. And it was a little, um, we had some moments when we were divvying up the books <laughs> Is like, is this one yours or is this one mine? Some and claws come out. Not, not, not <laughs> too bad. Not too bad. But some of them yeah. I had to, you know, put yeah. on my mommy hat and say, yeah. you can take it. I'll replace it for yeah. myself. Because that's what we're doing. We're all building our own home libraries. Each yeah. child is building a home library mm-hmm. for the future. So that's exciting. Yeah. Well, I do somewhat the same thing, but I've got probably three different libraries, if you will, in the house. I've got one in my office, and I've got then the ones that the kids keep in their own rooms when they were here. And then I also now have one in my schoolroom. I did not have a separate schoolroom when the kids were all here, but now that I have room for it, I do. So mostly they're divided up by section two. I have a history section in chronological order, no washi tape, <laughs> but I know which books, you know, go with yeah. ancient Rome and which ones go with Middle Ages. And so, yeah, sometimes I have to think about early modern or modern, but it's there. It's mm-hmm. in chronological order, more or less. And then um, my science books are in a separate place, a section for theirs, a section for geography, and that's usually um, organized by region. Mm-hmm. I have a separate one for Bible, and this one I have, um, if it's specifically about a Bible book, I have a couple of shelves that way that are arranged in Bible book order, and then below that it's topical. So I have a whole bookcase of Bible books. And then what else do I have? I've got a shelf for reference books, like dictionaries, thesaurus, the wonderful little book, Right, Right. 
uh, that helps you with grammar and punctuation and stuff. Um, I have a separate shelf of Charlotte Mason research books, one or two shelves of those. And then in my office I have uh, my special books, the, the mostly literature, but some of them are just mommy growing type books, mm -hmm. and those have special place in my office. Then in the schoolroom, I've got the same sections, but I also have one separate shelf that I won't say highlights, features, but it stores and protects uh, all of my landmark collection. And below that, the All About Science collection. So the old vintage books that may require a little extra care rather than all of the newer ones. Those are on a separate shelf, a separate bookcase full of those. And then I also have a little tiny bookshelf that has antique books that are even older than those. And those are hands off. Those are, you know, wear gloves when you're handling these puppies. So, yeah, it's mainly what works for you and your family. When we were doing school with all four kids at home, I also had bins mm -hmm. that I would keep the history, geography, and Bible books for each of the six time periods in those six bins. Mm -hmm. So all the, I guess all the family combined subject resources would go in those bins. But then the individual studies would go on a shelf and I would arrange them by subject, not by grade level. That way I wouldn't get stuck mentally in, oh, well, she's in fifth grade, she has to be using this book. Rather, it would be, here are the books I want to use for whatever the subject is, science, let's say, for that particular age group. Where is she in that process? And let's teach the child, you know? So that was done. And one other thing that I did, well, okay, two. One other thing that I have currently in our schoolroom is two book, sh book shelves full of preschool books because I got grandkids now, and, and my youngest still loves her preschool books. That's mainly what's in her room still. But I have those for when the grandkids come. That's Grandma's Library. Love that. But then one thing I did when the kids were growing up is I had a dedicated shelf for library books. That's a great idea. It just helped us all keep them in this one place and so they didn't get scattered all over the house. And then when it's time to return them, you're on the hunt mm -hmm. mission, you know. You can take them off and read them, but they needed to be put back on the shelf when you were done with them. And that just seemed to make it a little more efficient. Yeah when library day came. Yeah, you know I'm all about the baskets and bins. So I have a friend who keeps a basket on her fireplace hearth that is the library books. Oh, nice. So that way, it's the same idea. Sort yeah, of that's the pretty way of doing yeah. it. <laughs> no, a shelf is good too. <laughs> but the designated spot for it. And um, over the years, um, we've had different, like you said, the different bins, the things we're currently using is more accessible. So it may not necessarily be in the library or in the office. It will be, you know, wherever we do school. So I just think how, like you said, whatever works in your own family, but you just need to know where the things are. That way you can be more efficient when you're trying to pull resources 
or, you know, we were doing um, a science lesson the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I have this field guide that would be perfect for this. And I knew where it was because it was on my shelf. So, you know, being able to find the things when you need them, I think is the goal of yes. however it functions. Because um, my organization is going to look different than your organization. But the goal being, you know, accessibility and um, being able to find it and use it. Yes. <laughs> I will clarify, we had the six bins for the six time periods, and then whatever we were studying that year, mm -hmm. I would empty the bin and put it on one particular shelf, yeah, like you said, so we yeah. have it handy, yeah. so I wasn't looking in the, digging in through a bin every yeah. time. Then at the end of that year, replace that bin, mm -hmm. pull out the next one, put it up. Yeah, so, it's a great system. I also had this um, custom stamp made that said this belongs to the Pitney family, and I would make sure I would stamp the inside of all the books that I was lending out in hopes that the people would remember just that it was mine. <laughs> and then I started thinking, you know what, I should just, when I, when I lend them out, take a picture of that person with the books so that I can remember who I gave the books to. Um, anyway, but the stamp is a really a uh, like gentle, like you said, gentle reminder that it belongs to me. But it just, I also liked it because it was kind of vintage. And so it just, you know, was fun to add that stamp to our collection of books. It might have been wise, looking back, <laughs> it might have been wise to make one of those for each kid. Which I have that too. Do this you? Like this belongs to Emma Pitney or, you So know. when it comes time to divvy yeah. them up when they're moving out, there yeah. won't be those, that's yeah. mine, no, that's mine. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that just helped organize things too, is just, you know, putting in it who it belongs to, especially when you have big families. Yes. Yes. And we don't use software to keep mm -hmm. track of ours. Yeah. I think Karen does. Yeah. And there are some wonderful software apps that can help you organize your library and keep track of who checked things out of your library. That might be a worthy investment. <laughs> but I like the picture idea, yeah. too. If I could just you could remember just to do the picture. <laughs> put them all in a folder, you know, and keep track of them that yeah. way. Yeah. I just usually send out a generic test text to the world that just says, hey, if you have any of my books, will you tell me? Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't remember. <laughs> yes. Or when it comes time to use one, yeah. then I text my friend. It's like, did I loan you this yeah. one? And yeah. It happens a lot. <laughs> so no matter how efficient we try to yeah. be and organized we try to be, mm -hmm. there's always going to be... Glitches. Yes. <laughs> adjustments. Yes. But it's good to keep trying and keep updating it. Mm -hmm. And the riches that have come to our family through those books mm -hmm. is just priceless. I don't want to think about how much money has been invested in the books. Yeah. Little by little over the mm -hmm. years, I'm sure it adds up, but mm -hmm. what we get back out of them is worth so much more. So it's great to hear how we take care of them and teach our children mm -hmm. how to take care of them. I'll just throw this in for you. My oldest daughter just rearranged her bookshelves in her house mm -hmm. And she rearranged them by color. Oh, that is such a thing. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, but it, I just inside went, <laughs> how do you know where anything is? Because yeah. I don't remember the colors yeah. of the covers. Yeah. My husband does. He's like, it has an orange cover. And I'm like, yeah. just tell me the words on yeah. it. Yeah. So making it work yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people maybe by color is going to be a great idea. Thanks. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the video version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. 
All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to any resources that I mentioned. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.